Hey, today we are talking about joy and when I release a joyful sound, <laughs> it makes me happy. I don't know why no one would suggest that I ever take up singing as a career. <laughs> but like, that's just it. We have, we, we deserve joy period. And my fear is that a lot of us are experiencing it at a lower level than necessary. We want to like cap it, right? To make other people feel comfortable or so that other people don't come after us because that's the bigger portion. Um, And today I just want us to take that back. What does it look like to take joy back today? in its fullness. Let's go. Welcome to season three. Um, I would love to tell you that season three is full of so many twists and turns and craziness that's going to come in. And honestly, it could be. But this podcast is my own personal journal of escaping from what I deemed a life that wasn't really fit for me. And that started in season one, rooted in the fact that my dream had died and I didn't know what my goals were in life anymore. And as we've walked through the valley of what that looks like and everything encompassing, we've been recording. And so I'm excited to be going into season three. I don't know what's in store for us, but I can tell you that from season one to now, every day feels a little bit better and a lot more aligned. So I'm excited that you're here. If you're just finding this today in season three, um, you can go back and find all the past episodes I started at around the age of 30 recording this podcast um, every weekday, working through this really painful point in my life. And we're just starting into season three and I'm excited to see where we get. It's a whole lot of entrepreneur, creative vibes that are going out into this world. And the more that I get to experience that, the better that I feel. So gear up, load up, and let's all go out and change the world however that looks for us. But more than anything, let's forgive ourselves for our dream dying and start getting back to rebuilding after that. Hey, how are you? Oh my gosh, you look amazing. Okay, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in all of our greatness. Uh, Today, my great thing is I get to go back to my high school and speak on, I don't know, my career. Uh, (laughs) It's a career fair. (laughs) Um, But I 
they're doing it specific to like what you went to school for. And I went to school for public relations, marketing, communications. And um, so that's what I'm speaking on today. I'm speaking to the communications class. And I'm really excited, right? And I, I for a little while was stealing my own joy and I'm refusing to do that, right? Because how often do we do that where we go, oh yeah, you should feel great about that. But like, really, is it even that big a deal? Like you're going to your high school to talk about what you went to school for. Like, is that hard? you know, how did you even get that? Were you connected? Like what? I mean, uh, really? And I did this last night too. Gosh, I'm not even going to get into it because honestly, this is what our entire episode's on. But my great thing really is having the opportunity to go speak at my school where I graduated high school from about what I've done in my life what I did with the schooling that I decided on. And I think the last question is what I'm most excited for because it's like, what piece of advice would you leave these students with? And I think more than anything, leave them with this. Like if I could do anything to change the course of the world, it would be to ask yourself first. Like, what do you want? If you got to decide the terms today, what would you choose? What would you choose? Not what would you make a million dollars on? Not what would your mom like you to see you do? Not what did you think you wanted to do when you were in kindergarten? Like, what would you do if you got to choose today? And there was there were no limits. There were no realities that you were looking at. Just if you got to choose, period, what would you choose? What would you try? What would you do if no one was sitting there questioning that choice? What would you do if there were no expectations whatsoever of what's right or wrong or expected? What would you choose? What are the terms that you could set for yourself right now? And then go do it. Go try it and keep trying it and follow whatever gives you energy. And, (laughs) you know, I realize um, that I am maybe not (laughs) the traditional speaker, right? The person who followed the exact path that they were supposed to with their degree, right? No one is supposed to explore entrepreneurship. That's crazy. Why even get a college degree? And I think, or I hope that that's what I can inspire. Not that everyone is supposed to become an entrepreneur because believe me, there are a lot of people trying it and finding out that this is not something that's in their wheelhouse. But even in trying, didn't you do something beautiful? Didn't you learn something about yourself that you didn't know previously? And so isn't that an important step to take in? I don't know. I think 
like, if I could speak to anything, it's just like, open yourself up to whatever possibilities exist right where you are right now. There's no reason that you can't start today on whatever that is, right? You're sitting here as a junior or sophomore or freshman or senior, and you could be miles ahead of everybody who decides to start when they're 22 after they've graduated. You could get started right now and start because most of what I've learned is that it's it's just connection-based, right? <laughs> and so the more you can connect with people, the more that you're willing to learn and grow. And I wish that I hadn't spent so many years stuck in this thought that I had to have it all figured out. I wish that I had stayed in this frequency of asking, of really not knowing, and allowing not knowing to guide me more authentically than the fakeness that I hid around <laughs> of trying to act like I knew. Oh no, I know that. I don't need to talk to them. I already know. Nah, throw that away. Run around with the curiosity and see where it leads you because my curiosity has led me to some amazing places over the last three years. I've talked to people I would have never spoken to. I've crossed state lines. I've crossed country lines. It amazes me how many people I've been able to connect with because of my willingness to just ask, to keep asking the question, to know even what it is that I was curious about and to keep following that over time. And so my great thing is getting to go back to my high school. And I'm even more excited that, okay, so you're doing this today and you're right here. What a cool place to like mark in time, right? For high schoolers that'll get to hear you today, for the other alumni that will be there today that I knew that I sort of grew up around. And then like from here, everything, right? And for people to just even know that you exist or what you're working on and what you're doing. And I just think that's really cool. And I'm going to go ahead and be excited about it, period. And I want to encourage all of you to allow yourself to be excited, right? To bring ferocity into your great thing. And mark in the sand what you're excited about. Because for a while I was like, oh, I shouldn't even be excited about this. Like, I just sort of stumbled into this. I mean, come on. No. Done. Throwing that away. I am excited. <laughs> I'm excited. This is exciting. I love speaking to groups of people. I find that to be a very exciting endeavor for me. Obviously, I do it every day. It is actually something that I write in my journal every day. I speak every day. And so having this opportunity just aligns with what I enjoy. And I really enjoy speaking to large groups of people. I really enjoy speaking to people, period. There isn't much um, that compares to that for me. I love the energy of a room of teams coming together. I love seeing that and feeling that. And so this is super cool. And I will not not be excited for it. 
period. That is my great thing. I am going back to my high school to talk about my career in communications um, and how I utilize that skill, that choice that I made as a high schooler, right, to pursue that degree, how I utilize that in what I'm doing now and how I sort of built that skill and understanding of how I could utilize this degree in different ways and how it benefited me and how amazing of a choice communications is. And the funny thing is, (laughs) I remember choosing... Okay, so I sort of didn't know what I wanted to go to school for. But every time that I would watch college athletics, usually it'd say like their name and their major. And usually their major was communications. And so (laughs) I, while that isn't what I chose, I think I always had that in the back of my mind. Like, that's just what we do because we just like sports and communications must be like the easiest degree (laughs) to get while doing this because you're certainly going to do this regardless. And I don't know. It's just sort of funny because I can't even say that I necessarily chose that career path. Um, I think it just was sort of a default of other things I was interested in. I really, when I went to college, was only interested in being a college athlete. (laughs) And at that point, school didn't really interest me all that much because I wasn't really all that concerned about it because I was going to go D1 and I was going to just live off of that accomplishment for the rest of my life. That was my view at 18. And It's funny how the universe sort of tumbles you into what you're supposed to do. And I'm excited to expand on that, talk about that today, and have that conversation with people before they go into life, right? I mean, they're already experiencing life, but what if you started from this place, right? You started at 18 or 17 or 16 asking what your terms were. What if you started there? What if you asked that question first? What a crazy question to ask. What do you want to do? Well, it's an important question, right? Because seriously, what do you want to do? What do you want to try? What do you want to try? What excites you? Right? Let's go try it. Go try it right now. And I wish that I had tried more, but I was really only interested in trying the athlete thing. So I don't know how much I was open to at that point. Okay, so that's my great thing. Go ahead and recognize yourself for your great thing. Today we are talking about not stealing your joy. Hello. Hi. Yeah. Why? Um, because I've sort of been in this place for a really long time of like, I take things to different l- depths. Okay. We probably are already aware of this. Hannah overthinks things 12 times before she even brings them here. One of my favorite quotes or like little voice snippets of Kanye is him going like, I just, I think thoughts in 5D. I can't even help it. It's like, 
I have to deconstruct and rethink. And I, I honestly think that that's why I've gotten as far as I've gotten is that I created a platform for me to be able to think things out loud and really sort of think take on something for half an hour every day and kind of speak my piece to it tear it apart, rip it down, think through it in 5D, all the dimensions, and then put it all back together and have a decision made on it. And that's, you should understand that no matter what, what I'm reading, what I'm listening to, what I'm uh, watching, like, I'm always having these thoughts. It does not just, like, stay 1D for me. I attempt to 1D it. I really do. (laughs) But it's painful. I can't help but break things down like this. And so (laughs) when you think like that, that has a tendency to sort of steal joy from things. And so today I want to just really focus on allowing ourselves to find joy in all things. And I'm not going to get up on a pedestal and say this loudly, like, hey, feminists, unite. We must overcome this. But I will say we have a tendency to experience joy with an asterisk. As women, specifically, because there's always this, like, understanding that joy is not supposed to happen for you, right? Oh, she's being way too excited for that. Oh, that's basic. Oh, uh, really? Mm, Really? You're excited for, oh, 30,000. Oh, that's cute. Oh my gosh. So-and-so has like 2 million. (laughs) Mm, Right? And it's, it's like, I think it's just, how we've been built up against one another, right? Where like that sort of our understanding of how we're supposed to experience joy. It's like joy with the transparency brought down. Like it's watered down joy. Don't experience it in its fullness. Don't express your excitement for something to the full extent that you want to or else. Well, you'll be ridiculed, you'll be made fun of, someone will get jealous, certainly, especially if you're a woman stating something that you're excited about. Someone will get jealous, someone will make fun of you, someone will limit that, someone will tear that down. And I did this last night. I, um, someone had shared that I, uh, three years ago, I was put up for this award, um, for a top 50 coach in America. Okay. So I made top 50, which blows my mind still to this day. Right. So I was in the running and I think I, I even maybe got to the top 15 and I, you have to be, you have to clear all these things. There are all these things that you have to do. And so last night someone shared that. And I remember instantly just being like, oh, well, that was me. I couldn't even hack it. Like I stopped coaching. Like what a joke I am. I'm, I must not even be that good a coach because if you were a good coach, you would have stuck with it and you would have figured it out and you would have continued on. And, 
and all I'm just like, someone shared it because they were just like, Hey, remember this? Like, this was cool. Oh man, how amazing. And I instantly just went into defense mode because I was just like, no, people are probably judging you. You shouldn't still be excited about this. You didn't even make it past the top 15. You didn't even win the award. You didn't go on and win a championship that year, even though you had the year before. Like, just ripping myself to shreds over this. Instead of just seriously letting myself sit there in awe of myself, right? To have been coaching for that short of period of time and to have impacted, right? Because I had only been at that school for three years at the time that I was um, put up for this award. To have impacted someone's life, someone's child's life, so much that they were able to write those things about me, right? And that's like deeper level of penetration, (laughs) okay? Because you're experiencing that kid. And the funny thing was this person's kids, I had never even coached, right? And so they experienced that with me, that athlete to such a deep level and understanding that they were able to communicate that to their parents and their parents were inspired enough to go write those things. And then the award commission that was running this top 50 coaches in America award, they were inspired enough by what they wrote, right? To come and say, yep, she makes the cut right? Bananas. And so the fact that I wasn't just sitting there in pure joy and awe of myself, the fact that I put an asterisk on that accomplishment, like, yeah, cool, but no, let's go ahead and just flood ourselves with joy and joy. And I was thinking about that when I was running this morning, just like, don't you even remember light, fun, excited, joyful, hype Hannah? Don't you remember what she felt like? How she experienced things? Do you remember her? And I'll say like the deepness of this journey over time sort of wore away at that person, that just naturally excited person. And I sort of forgot how to interact with the world, but I think I was sort of still attempting to interact in acceptable levels of Hannah-ness, right? Oh no, don't go be excited for that. Don't, hey, just kind of cower back. No, you're not excited about uh, leading the charge for um, an entrepreneur network in your community. You're not excited about emceeing that whole entire event. That's not exciting. Play that down. That's not the coolest thing ever, right? Uh-uh. No. And then like leading, actively leading that community and getting to like take charge and lead that where it's supposed to go. No, you're not excited about that. Let's let's steal all of that joy. And yesterday, <laughs> right? I'm just always putting an asterisk on it. And then like 
dragging down the transparency of joy that I'm allowing myself to experience. And yesterday I'm writing in my, um, and I can't suggest a more important purchase right now than this journal that I picked up. Um, it's called a burn after writing journal. Okay. Uh, by Sharon Jones. I, I so appreciate this, even the title. Um, but one of the questions was, when's the last time you experienced joy? And I was like, oh, like experienced it and then realized I was experiencing it. I would say I was driving in the car with my two girls. We had the music blaring. We had the windows rolled down and we were like scream singing Hamilton. The three of us, we were just like living it up. Scream singing. It was the most beautiful, authentic, just like, this is joy. This is freedom. This is excitement. And when I wrote that in the journal, I was just like, oh, shoot. That was a while ago. Why am I not letting myself express and experience joy like that? Why am I holding such a high standard for what I allow myself to mark as joyful? Right? Why am I not allowing myself joy? Why am I not allowing myself to be excited for things? Whether, and I, th I think it's like, I'm saying that the bar has to be all the way up here, right? It sort of has to match what success looks like, or you shouldn't be joyful. What's the normal path? What should you be excited about? Right? Let's not be excited about that. That's not really enough to be excited about. BS. I'm going to go ahead and call BS on the whole thing. I'm going to go ahead and just allow myself to sort of live in a vibration of joy. Because I'm literally excited when I see the stars in the morning. Allowing myself to just fully like stand there and be in awe. But I wouldn't mark that as joy. What a what a basic or extra spiritual thing, you witch hippie weirdo. <laughs> she certainly <laughs> is crazy, right? No. I want to like I want to experience the world in such a state of joy that people just wonder or want to experience the world the way that I do. Like, I want to stop masking the joy and excitement that I feel. And even when I was like, I woke up and I'm like, oh, you probably shouldn't be this excited for just speaking at your high school at like a very small school fair, probably in some back classroom because I don't know why, but like you shouldn't be excited. And I'm, I'm done with that. I am excited. I'm excited to go speak on things that I've done on the journey that I've taken, I'm excited to talk about the things that I'm doing. 
I'm excited that I am actively pursuing things that excite me. The things that I'm doing are exciting. They're exciting to me regardless of if we ever have success or not. Success is really marked by me. Success is something that I feel. And if I steal joy from every experience because it doesn't meet the standards or qualifications of what other people would allow themselves to experience joy, then I won't be successful regardless. If I am only experiencing joy at the transparency of 50%, if I am only experiencing joy with an asterisk, if I continue to steal the joy because of all the prerequisites that come along with my allowance to experience joy, when joy is like intrinsic in my soul, and joy comes with freedom, and haven't I given myself that, and, and joy comes with adventure, and haven't I given myself that, and joy, right, joy is something that I enjoy. <laughs> Being happy, creating things is something that I enjoy, and I have been robbing myself of that full experience, because I'll go ahead and put the asterisk on of like, you shouldn't be excited about that. Shouldn't document that. That's not exciting. People are going to think that that's dumb. People are going to go ahead and comment that that's not enough. People are going to say that your ideas don't make any sense. You shouldn't document that. You should stop. People aren't going to like this. Just don't do it. It doesn't matter. I am telling you, there is nothing good about the scream singing that me and my children do in the car. There's nothing good about it. There is no success to be had there. There's nothing. <laughs> like <laughs> It's probably <laughs> extremely embarrassing, right? And I don't care. I don't care there. Right? Because it's just, it's just us. It's just us in a car. It's just us. I'm allowed to experience joy however I want with my family. There is no prerequisite. It's just joy. And so today, I want us to go ahead and take the cap off of ourselves, <laughs> the joy that we allow ourselves to experience. I want us to take the asterisk off. If you are excited about pumpkin spice lattes, I will not judge you. Love pumpkin if you want. I personally am excited about apple cider and I want us to live in the fullness of that experience. I want us to not dumb it down. Like, live in the joy of that moment and mark it with an explanation point. It is joyful. Right? Regardless. Regardless of success. Regardless of pursuit. Like, do you enjoy it? Does it bring you joy? Does sipping a coffee slowly underneath a tree on a picnic bench bring you joy? Does reading a book 
under a warm blanket bring you joy? Does wearing your favorite color bring you joy? Then work it. Like, we're the ones holding the experience back. Right? And I get it. We've been burned. We've been burned on this joy journey, okay? Oh, how fun. You took a selfie. Oh my gosh. How cute with your pumpkin spice latte. Gross. Pumpkin spice is gross. You should not be excited. Oh my gosh. How exciting. You lost 10 pounds. Hope you keep it off. Oh my gosh. How wonderful. You, um, you do a podcast. Everyone does a podcast, but that's so cute. Oh my gosh, you post on social media every day. So does like everybody does that. Oh my gosh, you're writing a book. Wow. That's really amazing. Yeah, it is really amazing. And everything that you allow yourself to feel joy in is amazing. And you should experience it in its fullness. We have to take the asterisk off. We deserve joy. And we're the ones stealing it from ourselves because we let other people impact our willingness to express that fully. You deserve joy. So just go get excited about something again. I'm with you. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you're still here, go ahead and check us, me, it's just me, out on <laughs> all of our socials. I post every day, uh, post with some inspirational I don't know, quotes and movements, um, definitely on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at The Death of a Dream, also on LinkedIn, but I think that's just me. It's just Hannah Ness. Um, but you can check out kind of some daily encouragement to go down, chase your dreams, and live your best life. You can always check back here in the show notes for anything that we might have talked about at some point in the show, anything that I'm creating at this given point. I won't necessarily talk about it on the podcast every single day, but you can always find what I'm working on in the show notes. So thank you so much for listening. You, all of you, whether you listen to one episode, five minutes or five seconds, make a difference to me. And I couldn't be here doing this work if no one listened at all. So every person over one is just a bonus. And I feel extremely grateful to be a part of your day. Thank you.